All right, this is Tony Allen with Signet4713.com, Audio Gospel Way. Today's episode is titled, Possess and Subdue Souls for the Kingdom of God. All right, so the word possess, its meaning uh, means have as belonging to one or to own. Um, uh, as if you possess something, all right? But in this particular uh, area, we're talking about spiritual uh, possessions, all right, so you will have either the spirit of Christ or you're going to have the spirit of the devil, a demonic spirit, all right, now the word possess also can mean of a demon or spirit, especially an evil one, <clears throat> excuse me, have complete power over someone and be manifested through their speech or actions, all right, so to pos to possess meaning means to uh, have as belonging to one. So, in other words, in in, in this message, you're either going to be possessed by the spirit of God, or you're going to be possessed by the spirit of the devil. There's only two spirits: there's one of Jesus Christ, or of the Father, or of the enemy, the devil or Satan. All right, now. In the Old Testament, um, the word possession was used a lot uh, in God's words. Um, taking possession of land in the Old Testament was symbolic of removing the enemy from the land or territory that he stole from God's children and took ownership and possessed it himself. All right. Now, this was being done because Jesus was not yet born, all right? It was a foreshadowing of Jesus coming and removing demonic, <clears throat> excuse me, demonic possessed spirits from God's children, all right? So, as we all know, the enemy only came to steal, kill, and destroy. So, stealing in this sense means he, he, he wants to possess souls, all right? So, Jesus came back to remove the possession of the demonic spirits from those that was oppressed by the devil. All right. So we're going to read some scripture um, to uh, kind of bring some light into this message. Now, also, you got to remember now, Jesus never came uh, and claimed any land in his ministry. All right. Taking possession with him was spiritual. It was freeing the captives from the oppression of the devil. All right. Now, also, now, if you remember now, um, in the book of Genesis, uh, God said that when he, when he made man, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. All right. Now, you got to remember now, God is spirit. All right. So everything about the Old Testament was spiritual, but the message was being relayed symbolically. All right, so there's a lot of uh, tangible things that kind of uh, that God used to uh, relay his message. But when Jesus came, he spoke spiritual things. All right, that's why he spoke in parables. All right, but watch this. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the book of Genesis, uh, chapter one, verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our, our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea over the birds of the air and over the cattle over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. 
So God created man in his own image, and the image of God he created him, male and female, he created them. All right, now verse 28, then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. All right, we're going to stop right there. Watch this. The word subdue, its meaning, overcome, quiet, quiet in, it's meaning to um, uh, to hush somebody or, or to, to, to silence them, or being under the control, a feeling or a person, all right? Now, it can mean also to subdue, when, it, when we're talking about land, bring a country or people under control by force, all right? So that word subdue has two meanings, but in the spiritual, it's to overcome and to quiet and to bring under control, all right? Now, watch this. Now, God is spirit, being fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, bring under control and have dominion, all right? So that's possess it, all right? This is these are spiritual teachings. So everything about God was was spiritual back then in the Old Testament. It's just that he used different um, um, things that uh, that were tangible that he relayed his message through. All right, over the fish, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So we were to subdue or bring under control or quiet, silence, overcome. All these things, all right, that includes the enemy, especially the enemy, all right? Now, watch this. In Judges, all right, chapter 6, verse 9, this is the uh, New American Standard Bible, all right? As it is written, I delivered you from the hands of the Egyptians. Now, look what he's saying, the hands. That means somebody has their, when you look at it, uh, somebody possessing you, all right, they are pretty much got you in their grasps. They are controlling you, all right? So God is saying, I have delivered you from the hands of the Egyptians, from the hands of all your oppressors, and depossessed them before you and gave you their land, all right? So basically what he's saying was the enemy was possessing you, and I delivered you, from that possession, and I depossessed you and gave you their land. So, everything about uh, the Bible is mostly um, being taught about winning souls for the kingdom. All right, so we're going to go into the New, uh, the, uh, New Testament, and we're going to read from the book of Mark. All right, this is a New Living Translation, uh, chapter 5, as it is written. So they arrived at the other side of the lake in the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus climbed out of the boat, a man possessed. All right, so man, basically, as we, we spoke about, the word possessed, meaning having belonging to one. So in other words, he was possessed. He belonged to the devil. Having a man possessed by an evil spirit came out from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in burial caves 
and could no longer be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as often as was, he snapped the chains from his wrist and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to subdue him. All right. Remember that word subdue. All right. Day and night, he wandered among the burial caves in the hills, howling and cutting himself with sharp stones. All right. So the enemy was within his spirit, basically owned him. All right. So to possess is to own. All right. So verse six, when Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him, ran to meet him, and bowed low before him. With a shriek, he screamed, Why are you interfering with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? That's a question mark. In the name of God, I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to the spirit, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus demanded, What is your name? And he applied, My name is Legion. Because there are many of us inside this man. All right. So this man was possessed by more than one spirit. All right. Then the evil spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. Verse 11. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into the pigs. The spirits begged. Let us enter them. So Jesus gave, gave permission. The evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd, about 2,000 pigs, plunged down the steep hillside into the lake and drowned in the water. Wow. Now, 2,000 pigs. So this is a lot of spirits that was uh, controlling this man that took ownership, all right, and was... Uh, pretty much causing him to self-destruct. Now, remember now, the enemy, once the enemy takes possession, his objective is to steal your dreams, steal your hopes, and eventually kill and destroy you. All right? He wants to kill. He wants to destroy your soul. All right? So, it's very, you got to be very careful on who you choose to follow and what you choose to listen to. It's very very, very important that you uh, guard your soul. All right. Verse 14. As it is written, the herdsmen fled to the nearby town and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. People rushed out to see what had happened. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus and they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons. He was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane, and they were all afraid. Then those who had been who had seen what happened told the others about the demon possessed man and the pigs, and the crowd ran, ran began excuse me, and the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon possessed begged to go with him. But Jesus said, no, go to your home, to your family, and tell them everything 
the Lord has done for you and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten, ten towns of that region and began to proclaim the great things Jesus had done for him. And everyone was amazed at what he told them. Now, the, the message here for us is to look at <clears throat> what Jesus was doing and what he was teaching us this day and what's important. All right, so the, the, the notion is that to take territory because it was spoken about in the Old Testament uh, in so many occasions was to take land and build uh, for the kingdom of God. But that's, that's true in some fashion, but ultimately the message is to win souls for the kingdom, to, to um, subdue the enemy and take possession for Jesus. In other words, evict those wicked spirits from others and fill them with the Spirit of God. Bless them in that matter. All right, so um, the tangible side, yes, that's, that's, that's true to some point, but you got to remember now, the words of, <clears throat> excuse me, the words that the Apostle Peter used um, when he started his ministry, he said, on this rock, I will build my church. Or Jesus said it to Peter, uh, on this rock, I will build my church. So, so Jesus is the rock. He's the cornerstone. He's the foundation. All right. So now when we're talking about building, we're talking about winning souls. All right. That means going out. And taking possession spiritually uh, for for the kingdom of God, evicting the uh, demonic spirits out of others. All right, so our our mission should be the win souls for the kingdom. All right, now watch this. <clears throat> Reason why I said that because <clears throat> as we get further down, the word of God is going to make it clear. All right, now now if you're reading the the book of Luke chapter four. Uh, verse 31, as it is written, Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbaths. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his words was with authority. Verse 33, Now in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out with a loud voice, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? All right, that's a question mark. Did you come to destroy us? There's another question mark. I know who you are, the Holy One of God. All right, now verse 30, 35. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, be quiet. All right, so now remember now, watch this. By saying that word, be quiet, Jesus was taking possession, all right? So, uh, and he was also subduing. Now, remember, when I first started out this message, I said the word subdue means to overcome, to quiet, or to bring under control. Now, watch this. Jesus, his first response was, be quiet and come out of him. Now, that was an authoritative command. 
First of all, be quiet. He silenced the enemy. All right. Then he commanded the enemy to come out. He took authority. All right. He, he, he took possession. All right. Now watch this. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Now verse 36. Then they were all amazed and spoke amongst themselves, saying, What word this is? For with authority and power, he commands unclean spirits, and they come out. And the report about him went out to every place in the surrounding region. All right, so <clears throat> now remember, in Genesis, God said, Subdue, have dominion over every living thing that moves on the earth. All right. Now, with that, we must possess this, like he instructed all the prophets before go out and possess. That word possess means have as belonging to one. All right. Have as belonging to one. All right. So, who's the one? The one is God, the one is Jesus. Go out and possess. All right, so the enemy back then, you know, it could have been giants, could have been uh, another nation. But they weren't following God. And, and God said, you go out and possess this. This is your inheritance. Now, for us, when we are born again, we are adopted through the spirit of Jesus. All right. We are adopted through the spirit of Jesus, which means we are an heir we have an inheritance so if you are possessed by the enemy the enemy is stealing your blessings all right so it's for us to pass on the gospel to spread the gospel and the good news for those that are uh, still in bondage or being oppressed by the hands of the enemy you got to use the authority of the word of Jesus Christ his word his name the word of God, use it against the enemy, speak against the enemy, all right? That's what we're supposed to be doing, all right? So watch this. reason why the difference between, <clears throat> excuse me, the Old Testament and the New Testament, when, we, when, when we're talking about possessing and subduing, these, the message was the same, but it was relayed differently, all right? Now watch this. Uh, the book of Luke, New King James Version, verse 20. Watch this. Now, when he asked, now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, Jesus answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. All right? That's very important that you get that. It does not come with observation. It's not going to be something you're going to see. Now watch this. Verse 21. Nor will they say, this is Jesus still sitting talking. Nor will they say, see here or see there. For indeed. Now the word indeed means truly, truly. Or basically, you can bet your last dollar. This is the truth. For indeed. The kingdom of God is within you, is within you. So, <clears throat> like I said before, in the Old Testament, 
land was used a lot. Take territory. When take possession of the land. So the enemy was in the land, but in a sense, uh, it was symbolic to Jesus coming. Now, when Jesus came, that's just his words. He did. He said, "Do not say see here, see there, or observation." Uh, meaning, don't look for land. The kingdom of God is within you. So, in other words, we are here to evict spirits, evil spirits, subdue, kick them out, and then plant the seed, the spirit of Christ within. So that that's what we are to do today. The Old Testament was a foreshadowing. Today, to subdue and to possess is to win souls for the kingdom. Because the kingdom of God, as Jesus said, is within us. All right. So it's not about uh, going out and erecting buildings. That's fine in its place. But what good uh, would it be to erect a, a building and implanted with uh wicked people god can't he can't dwell there all right and the church is not a building the church is all of us in one unison following and worshiping one god all right so hopefully uh there's some clarity in what i'm trying to uh, relate through the spirit um in regards to possessing and subduing, we are to go for souls. It's not so much about gaining territory in land. Uh, in this day and age, that was just symbolic. These messages, the teachings were symbolic, all right? Because the enemy was dwelling in the land, and it still dwells in the land. But the kingdom of God is within us. It's within, within us. Now, I'm going to read. Uh, Luke 17, one more time, uh, verse 20 and 21. This is the word of God. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with observation. Verse 21, Nor will they say, See here or see there. For indeed, the kingdom of God is within you. It's within you. So to take territory, <clears throat> excuse me, to take territory is to go out and win souls for the kingdom. That's taking territory. That's taking what the devil has stolen and possessed uh, the souls of a lot of God's children. We are to go out and shed light. To win back souls for the kingdom. It's not so much about uh, taking land. Because like I said. When Jesus walked. He never claimed any territory. Where his land was concerned. Except the city of Jerusalem. And the city of David. That was it. He, he was not about. Uh, North America. South America. All that stuff. Uh, <clears throat> like we choose to think. In this day and age. So the truth of the matter is. Taking territory and um, possessing and subduing is spiritual. All right, this is what Jesus came to do: to relieve, to to free the captives. All right, 
from from the oppression of the enemy's hand. And this is what he was teaching us to do. The same things that he did. Alright, so hopefully this sheds some light on those who only think uh, taking territory is all about the physical. It's not. God is spirit. Alright? God is spirit. And the message was to win souls for the kingdom of God. Alright? So, I'm going to end on that note. And uh, I pray that this reaches those that are uh, seeking um, spiritual guidance in the sense that you know, whatever you've been taught and lied to by the enemy as to there is no God and he doesn't care. He's a liar. All right. He's the author of lies. He doesn't do any anything but lie. He doesn't. There's no truth in him. All right. So if you're hearing that, run, <laughs> run, because you don't want that spirit to manifest itself in your, in your soul, okay? So, uh, read the Word of God. Find the truth out for yourself. That's very important. Listening to others teach the Word is important, but knowing the Word for yourself and let it, letting it get in your heart is more important. All right, so hopefully uh, this message reaches those that are looking for guidance the spiritual walk. Amen. And God bless.